Hey, babe. What's going on? Not much, man. Not much. Back from the gym. Back from the gym. Yes. How was it? Uh, nothing fantastic today. Nothing fantastic Just today. picking things up and putting them back down. Right. That's um, generally the premise of uh, the gym, isn't it? It is. It is. It is. It's a bit wild, eh, that you go to the gym to pick things up and put them down, but then you whinge about taking out the rubbish or yeah. take... <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. No. No. It's like, you know, you get to... You, you, you pick the bar up. You put it back down, and then you've got to ferry all of the weights back over to that, the other side of the gym. That is the most annoying thing, I which feel. feels like more of a workout. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah. What was it today? I did um, eighty kilo hang cleans. That's spicy. It was spicy, and That's it was spicy. Um, it was for uh, 40, 30, 20. So, uh, yeah, lots of volume, lots of volume, lots of volume. So, we are getting back into it. So, we are uh, gear knobs, as we have said a hundred times before. Um, we are a podcast, uh, to talk shit about cars, but not really about cars, but it is about cars, car culture, car cars. culture. <laughs> so, um, yeah, a bit, a bit of fun, yeah. I'm um, I'm bringing a car in today. Yep, I've um, I've done a little bit of research on this thing. I've got some notes written down. So um, kick it off. I'll, I'll kick it off. Or should we say, strap in with your seatbelt? No. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. Well, what's the Scotty Kilmer one? Is it uh, <laughs> rev up your engines? <laughs> rev up your engines. <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Let's drive into it. Drive into it. All right. Uh, so. I was first developed in 1983 as a breakthrough model for this company as its first ever proper export model of luxury vehicle. Okay. Um, 450 prototypes were built and tested rigorously. Yeah. Driven over 2.7 million kilometers collectively. Okay. In varied climates, like European winters, Australian summers, and anywhere in between. Right. Um, There were 24 teams involved with the development process. Yep. Focusing on things like aerodynamics, fuel economy, top speed, all the likes. Okay. Um, I only had one engine option. Okay. And one transmission option. Okay. Um, I came with a four-liter V8, quad cam V8, and a four-speed auto. So it's European? No. Oh, it's not European? It's not European. So it was all... Oh, so it's not... It was tested in European winters. Right. It is designed to compete with European vehicles. Okay. Yeah. All right. Over one billion US dollars were spent in the development process so of is this it a, vehicle. Is it American? Mm, nope. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I was first sold in 1989, um, and I was the first vehicle under this new brand name. There was no vehicles before oh, this one. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I was built to compete with more luxurious vehicles and brands like Mercedes, BMW, Jaguar, Cadillac, stuff like this. Flagship model sort of cars. Is it Chinese? No. Okay. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm the first generation of luxury sedans and I had a couple of face facelifts during my first generation. Okay. Um, with various improvements made on um, the engine. Yeah. The cylinder heads that got uh, variable valve timing, which made it a little bit more power. Um, it got a five-speed transmission. Okay. Which helped with fuel economy. Yeah. Um, this engine was heralded as one of the most reliable engines ever. These things it's quite comfortably. Japanese. It's Japanese. Okay. They quite comfortably clock okay, over I think I've got a million kilometers really okay. easily. So it changed names. Is that right? The the, the this company, company that developed it yeah. made a 
new brand. Okay, I know what it is. To market this is. vehicle. Okay. So that they didn't have a stigma from their old brand right. attached to this car. I think, yeah, I think I know the brand. I don't yep. know. I'm still stuck on the car. Okay. Um, I had a, you know, pretty respectable power output of like 250 horsepower, which back in Throw the day. Sedan. Back in the day, that's a that, that's a good amount. Okay. Um, and like two hundred fifty foot pound torque. Okay, I got it. What is it? Is it a Nissan Altima? No. Oh, no, it's not. But it is a Nissan. It's not a Nissan. Okay, well, I don't. It's fucking not know. a Nissan. Um, but Nissan did a very similar thing because it went from Datsun to Nissan. Well, yeah, but also Nissan did another thing with was it Infinity, which is their like luxury brand. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I knew Infinity, but I don't know it was Nissan. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was styled very smoothly, which was a bit of a departure from the previous sedans by this company. Um, very rounded edges, kind of started bringing that '90s bubble look um, mm-hmm. that we, you know, all love. Yeah, it's, it's great. <laughs> the bubble. Um, I featured really cool things like automatic adjustment of tilt and telescoping steering wheels. So, um, like, how you can adjust the yep, steering wheel? But up it did and down it automatically. Oh, okay. it had like you know you Fancy get in the car one. and it's like driver one or yep. driver two. Yeah, it had one of them. Right. Um, in, in the eighties. In the well, this is eighty nine nineties early nineties. Okay. Um, Man, I don't. I'm stumped now. I thought it was Nissan. It's not Subaru. Nope. What else Japanese brands are there? Nissan, Subaru. You got your big ones. Yeah. Toyota. Mm. It's a Toyota. In Japan, it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Keep but going. in the rest of the world, it is not a Toyota. Oh. oh I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I first had SRS um, airbags. I also have wood paneling, leather adjusted power seats. Oh, it's a Lexus. It's a Lexus. Okay, yes. Okay. What the dumb <laughs> shit, man. Okay. Um, wood paneling, leather power adjusted seats, a sunroof. Yep. And a holographic dash. Yep. Ooh. Um, had two tone paint and one tone paint. Yep. The two tones, eh. Yep. It's ugly. Oh. Um, upon release, um, I was sold for fifty two thousand US dollars back in eighty nine as well. Back that's in the day, so that's an expensive car. It's about a hundred, what hundred and fifty grand these yeah. days. But in comparison to the Mercedes, yeah, sure, and the BMWs, yeah. they were tens and tens of thousand dollars cheaper. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that really made the Germans angry. <laughs> I don't know what kind of Lexus though. I know that it's a Lexus, yeah, but I'm not quite sure what model it is. A Lexus. LS four hundred. Ah, oh, okay. So, all right, big boxy big sedan. Boxy things. I love a Lexus. I love a Lexus too. And these were not a Lexus, as in like a Lexus Amazon. Yeah, a Lexus, a Lexus on fire Lexus the band. <laughs> no, no, no. A Lexus. Lexus. Yeah. Um, Toyota's luxury brand. Yeah. Yep. So the LS four hundred was the first. Right. Okay. They made the the brand Lexus specifically for originally the US market. Yeah. Because they didn't want to build this. Fantastic, groundbreaking um, sedan, yep. luxury sedan, and have it, you know, tarred by the uh, the Name reputation of, the Toyota. of Toyota, but that def- which that's- was a, you know, an, an economy car, right? But good now little, it's like reliable luxury runaround. Toyota. Well, yeah, they, they've doubled them both now. Yeah. Um, I don't really see many. Oh, you do see a fair amount of Lexuses floating around, but yeah. I, I, yeah, okay. These are less for They're a dream car of mine. Really? Yeah, and it's like an attainable dream car. Well, now it is because they're probably only worth like two grand. Yeah, like <laughs> seven for a, yep. for a nice one. Yeah, um, but they've all got lots of kilometers on them. Oh yes, um, but, but that doesn't Lexus, matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. I I've always got the stigma of a Lexus that it's a golf car. 
Like it's oh yeah, it's, it's an old man's old car. Man's car. Yeah, 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 old old, old person's car. It's um, exactly who it was marketed to. Yeah, they yeah. had the money Golf, to spend on it back then. Champagne coloured is yes, what, what I've got in my mind. Specifically, champagne coloured. Now that you're saying two tone, and then it's like the horrible like, uh, m- not mauve, uh, like a creamy coloured leather seats. Yeah, and it yeah. had all the and the light blue ones too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. With like the on the door card yeah. where you rest your arm. Yeah, like the ruffled sort of like bulby leather, luxurious. Yeah, leather. yeah, yeah right. I don't know about luxurious anymore, <laughs> but because it's all fading or it's just like sagging. Yeah, uh, crumbling look, off. I- Lexus is, I don't know, like, I think I I don't really associate myself with, like, well, not associate myself with them, but you, as I said before, you don't really see many of them around, but when you do see them around, you're like, that's just a Toyota Prado, like, when you see them yeah, the Lexus, yeah, whatever they the, are. Yeah, uh, the, the Land Cruiser ones. Yeah, it's just like, why, why are you paying for the brand name in that, or are you paying for... Well, what else are you paying for, really? Because I think it's purely an image sort of yeah. based thing. It's like, oh, I've got that extra ten, twelve thousand yeah. dollars to splurge on leather seats, but you can power get all adjusted that. mirrors and stuff. But can't you get all that in a Toyota anyway? Yeah, like you in, can. Yeah. But like back in the early nineties, right, the yeah. early two thousands, that was Lexus' yeah. job. There's a lot of brands around, aren't there, that are doing this? Like this is their mainstream, and then then this is the luxury yeah. version. Like so, like. Hyundai, Kia with their Genesis. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I would prefer a Genesis nowadays over a Lexus, I feel. Like yeah. I you well, get more like out of a Korean the, car. the modern equivalent, I yeah. suppose. Yeah, all in, yeah, obviously, um, Toyota Lexus. Yeah, then you there got is Nissan with Infiniti. Nissan with Infiniti. Um, Volvo with Polestar. Yeah, that's their like their EV luxury branch. Well, Polestar was their racing as well. Yes, back in I don't know when it was. Um, but they had yeah, Polestar was the racing version of Volvo. Um, and you when you see them floating around as well, you're like that's a that looks like a Volvo because it's got the Volvo headlights yeah. and stuff. They're um, really nice those um little Polestar V40s and stuff. Very they, nice. God, very cool. nice. How do you feel about luxury cars though? So. T- taking away the the Audis and BMWs, I feel like the oh well, then it's got Mercedes Mercedes McLaren when they had them, yeah, um, and whatnot. But how do you feel about those big statesman luxury cars? <laughs> like I don't, I just, I don't. It doesn't appeal to me. I feel no. like that you get driven in those cars. You don't drive those. Cars. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. A lot. Of, well, that's the thing. A lot of people would, that had the money to buy these also had chauffeurs. Yeah, and they weren't sitting in the front seat. Well, that's big in in Japan. Like, I, I, it's a very big thing that people don't drive their own cars no, and they have people they drive it driven. for them. And yeah. in, I think in the Middle East as well, they do a lot of that where it's like chauffeured around in yeah. Bentleys and and whatnot. So to the point, like before Lexus, the LS four hundred. Um, Toyota didn't have any luxury options for the export market. They yeah. had um, vehicles like the Toyota Crown yeah. and the Toyota Century. <laughs> um, really, really quite cool I've cars. I've seen a cup. I've seen one floating around Nui. Yeah, um, and it's brown and it's brown interior. Perfect, but it's nice. And I've, I'm like, that's such a nice. They are really car. cool. It's just a rear wheel drive Camry. Toyota Crown is like an '80s box, pretty yeah. much. And yeah. Just think of a think of a cardboard box with wheels. That's a Toyota Crown, but Absolutely. it's like it's like luxury. It's got the cigarette lighters and it's got the the it's little ashtrays on, ash on every door. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the seats, the passenger front seat had um, a really cool option. Um, on some of these crowns and centuries where you could um, 
fold like the lumbar support yeah, right. backwards through the back of the seat so that you could put your feet and legs ah. through the front seat and recline. <laughs> Have you seen, oh, what are they? The I think it is a Lexus or it's a, or it's a uh, Toyota something or other. No, it might be Bentley. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Um, but. They have those reclining seats in the back. Yes. What? Like that's, yeah. Yeah. To the point where like you had a little, um, some of the Lexus, the Lexus had them too, uh, like remotes. Yep. That were stationed in like the um, the middle armrest yep. of the back seat and that controlled your climate. Yeah. Your radio. Yeah. Um, and radio. Like, yeah, everything. Like your radio, your cassette player. We were talking about this. Was it? I think you were there. Maybe you weren't there. But we were talking about it the other day around like how we would use, used to listen to music, like on, yes. on MP3 players and CD players and tape decks and whatnot. But I I know that in those big luxury cars like the Lexuses and the Beamers and whatnot, they had CD stackers. Yeah, like you'd have like eight or nine. They CDs. were always in the boot. <laughs> yeah, yes, they were in the boot. Um, and which was kind of annoying in my mind because if you want to change your CD, yeah, you've got eight in there. Yeah, and the one you want to change is always the bottom, bottom CD. To get out of the car and open the boot to do it. Dumb. Uh, um, but back to my question. So how do you feel about those statesmen like luxury cars when you see them rolling around? Do you feel that they're, I don't know, how do you feel about them? Um, without upsetting anyone, it's a wank factor. <laughs> without upsetting anyone, yeah. you're all dickheads. You're all dickheads. <laughs> um, but I do like it. Yeah. Um, less so like... Holden states oh, and I think Calais, they're a different like um, category. That's for a different kind of person. Yeah. The person that's buying a Lexus LS four hundred is not considering a statesman, and no, vice versa. No, but I guess it's so funny you've actually bought this one today. I was only thinking the other day uh, to do all my thinking in the shower, just so everyone knows. Um, not the toilet, not the toilet. The com cars. Yeah, com cars. BMW yep. X something or others. Yeah, and I always I thought. When when did it swap to BM? Because it was always the Holden Calais, the big yeah. states mini-like things. So Com Cars, for the rest of you that oh, yes. aren't Sorry. familiar, like Commonwealth Cars, they are the government's taxis in Canberra. Yes. And they, well, his, not just Canberra, everywhere. Everywhere. They're okay. located everywhere. Yeah. Um, and th- there is a huge fleet of these vehicles. Massive fleet, yeah. They've spent millions and millions of dollars yeah. going from what used to be um, Holden Statesman's and Calais, which were a... You know, like different version of produced. the Commodore from yeah. you know, the last. It's a bit longer. You had more room in the back. Yep. Um, <laughs> and a bit more leather. Yep. Um, and like maybe put together a little bit nicer. Yeah. Um, it's holding. Who knows? Yeah. Um, and yeah, they upgraded their fleet from the the last of these Statesmans and Calais to these BMWs, and there was a huge uproar in Australia about how much the government had actually spent going from these Australian-made vehicles. To a you know a German manufactured. I think though the uh, reason why they probably would have done that is because it was that manufacturing was heading out of Australia. Well, yeah. So, and Abbott decided to pull the rug out from um, Australian car manufacturing. Yeah, and just said no more Holdens. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> yeah. Well, Commodores. Commodores. Know. That yeah. They, they saw about Holdens but, and then they yeah. made horrible fucking Captivas, Craptivas. The car that killed Holden. Craptiva. Yeah. Really. The car that killed Holden. Like in actual fact, yeah, in actual fact, yeah, yeah right. It was it that was the the beginning of the end right there when they brought them out. No, the beginning of the end idea. was the Astra convertible because that thing's <laughs> fucking hateful. It's just an Opal. It's just an Opal. Well, just they an tried opal. opal here, so that's there's a there's another kind of thing. So remember, only a couple of years back, maybe like five years ago, mm-hmm. Holden tried to introduce Opal, the Opal badge. Yes, yeah. 
was not working. No. But the Opal, um, which is it Opal in the UK? No, Voxel. It's Voxel. It's all the same. Yeah, it is. Um, and same parent company. Same parent company, GM. Yeah. Um, General Motors. So, uh, yeah, they tried Voxel here. It didn't, um, they tried Opal here and it, it failed miserably. Um, they also, <laughs> the Holden Bolt. Do you remember that? No. It was an electric car. Oh, God. I remember it because it was a prize on Big Brother in, oh, <laughs> uh, in like 2000 and... I'd say seven. I'd bolt. Or six. Oh, fuck. Mm, sorry. That was, an, that was an electrifying joke. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, yeah. And I think her name was Vanessa or Veronica who won it. Um, and I don't think she was too pleased that she won a car because obviously they're in the house. They, yeah. don't, they don't know. They don't know what, what the they're buying. prizes and they get an electric dud. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so, yes, the Lexus. So, sexy Lexus. Wonderful I, car. When I used to work in many moons ago in real estate, I remember um, that all. A couple of the old ducks, uh, they would have Lexuses and they were, I can't remember what they were, but they all had the same version and they were all a different color. So they all bought the same <laughs> car, but they all, yeah. I was yeah. Just like, why? What's the point? Um, I don't like those Lexus four-wheel drives that look like a Nissan Murano. Um Oh, the RX 330s yeah, oh, and stuff, the absolutely SUVs. Horrible. And that's going to be another segment when we eventually get to it, like luxury SUVs. I There's so much to delve into. There's so uh, much to play with. Like, okay, I have a luxury, quote unquote, SUV. Yeah. Oh, it's not an SUV. Well, it is, it SUV, is an SUV. Yeah. But I, what I mean by luxury SUV is like a big luxury mm. Mercedes or something like that. Yeah. They're really nice to look at. I like the BMWs, the X5s. I don't like Mercedes. Like the Audi um, Q, whatever the hell. Yeah, the SQ5s, the, the Q5s and oh, stuff. Lamborghini Urus is a bit different because it's not. I don't know who they were marketing that at. Justin Bieber. Yeah. Yeah. Stormzy. <laughs> um, yeah. Footy, look, soccer players. Soccer players. Look, the, the Lexus was a really, really cool car. It did a lot of firsts in its day, the LS400. Um, one of the smoothest running engines in the world. There's yes. actually videos of when yes. they brought these things out yep. with their competitors and yep. they got a wine glass. Yes, I remember them. And they yeah. put them on top of the intake manifold on the engine Yeah, with the engines idling and they were like no ripples in on the on the Lexus Far engine out. with the glass on top. So what- Whereas the bloody... BMW and the Mercedes were shaking all over the joint. So that's a kind of a good segue to what I was going to ask. So one of our mates have actually suggested that we start doing some questions and whatnot through the podcast. So thank you, uh, Hamish, for doing that and giving us that feedback. And actually, everyone who's actually provided us feedback, a big thank you. Uh, It's really helping the way that we actually shape our podcast and and carry it through because we want it to be entertaining for everybody. Yeah. Um, But one of the segments that Hamish has actually suggested is that we start doing some questions so I can I can ask Seb the questions or he can ask me the questions. Um, more really not not dumb questions, but very simple questions for for people who may not be car inclined um, to ask. And you can submit them through uh, through Instagram or via email or, or yeah. if we get guests on, they can do it. So my question, my dipstick, I'm gonna call them dipstick questions, I feel, <laughs> because they're not dumb questions, no. but they're just like, you it's know. It's questions that'll like seem obvious to me, but I have a background in mechanical. Exactly right. I'm a mechanic. So why was it important to have a smooth engine like that? If you're offering a luxury car, yeah. 
it's got to be quiet. It has to run okay. smoothly. Yeah. It, it it just, it makes it so much nicer in the cabin. Yeah. Than having some clackety-dackety agricultural thing. Sure. That's just shaking all over the place and sending vibrations the whole way through the car. Yep. Um, and it does tend to make them last a little bit longer. Okay. A lot of the smoothness that came from this engine is completely attributed to the, the design of the engine. Does the smoothness change the drive like as in as in i know you said then like the smoothness changes the drive and sitting in it but does it change the performance sorry of the of the car itself by having a smoother engine yes and no um in terms of like making power not so much okay no it's purely designed to be that smooth running to be reliable to be quiet right power output really wasn't one of the big aims for this for the uh, the LS four hundred and sure. it's one UZ engine, which is the the engine that it uses. It's a four liter V eight um, with quad cam, so it's got a, it's got a two cams on each head. Okay, um, what's a quad cam? Like it, so your cams <laughs> control all your timing um, for your valves for when to like to let air in and let the exhaust out. Okay, um, and like your regular V eight in like your Commodore has one cam. Right. And it sits in the middle and there's push rods and shit and so many moving parts and they don't run that smoothly. Right. Whereas as soon as you take all of those reciprocating parts out, yeah. put them on top uh-huh. of the of the cylinder head, um, way less moving parts, way less noise, more control. Okay. Um, and a hell of a lot quieter and nicer. So when, for example, in a racing car, like yep. in a in an F one or in a non NASCAR, yep. but like in a in a F one car, are their engines smooth like a lexus engine or are they a bit more right okay still smooth um they've got all of these really fancy balancing shafts to take away nasty vibrations i balance a shaft as well yeah (laughs) 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 naughty um yeah they've got to run smoothly especially when they are revving as high as those engines are okay any vibration unwarranted vibration is gonna you know mean damage essentially does lexus have a racing like, do they have a racing um, um, not team? Oh, I can't remember. I'm pretty sure they do. I reckon they 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 did um, because they built like the LFA, the Lexus LFA, Mate. which was a fantastic, fantastic car. Fantastic car. Thank you, Yamaha. Thank you, but extremely expensive, and oh, they yeah. lost. I think it was Clarkson who Jeremy Clarkson from Top Gear, and then they did it in the Grand Tour. Um, they did the Lexus LFA. Yeah. And uh, apparently Lexus, Toyota, lost 300 grand every, car every they time sold. that they sold it. Yep. So they'd sell it for like $330,000, this car, but would lose $300,000 on it. I think they actually, remember, from what I recall from that episode as well, the developers had developed it and were like, yep, this is fantastic, ready to go into production. And then last minute they're like, Let's do it carbon fiber, and they just changed started everything again. Yeah, the yeah. whole thing all over again, just to get it that little bit lighter. Yeah, and um, carbon fiber is uh, a stronger material, isn't it, for for a car? And yes, yeah. it means yeah. it's but composite carbon it, fiber. It's fantastic. But is it safer as in in a car accident? Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I mean. Probably. Could someone go test that for us? Just crash it. No, don't do that. No, don't do that. Um, but <laughs> crash an LFA. Go crash on. an LFA. Who's so got the money for that? So you see what happens. Um, <laughs> Insurance companies would hate oh, you. They, they wouldn't insure you. No. Um, so why did you pick this car and why did you bring it to the podcast? It's a dream car of mine. Yeah. I really want one. I think they're a fantastic luxury vehicle. Um, they've got so many, you know, options. Yeah. 
Um, I think they were the first car in the world to ever come with like a factory fitted GPS navigation system. Yeah. Which is cool to me. So cool. And you'd like get discs, yeah. like updates on CDs essentially. Yeah. And you'd feed that into the car and it would update <laughs> all of the maps and stuff. SD card. Yeah, legit. Like you would with your old TomTom and stuff. Yeah, but TomTom. On a compact disc. Speaking of TomTom, thank you, Tom, for setting up all our audio. and Tom the audio. Uh, Tom the audio, Toucan Tom, um, who, will be, <laughs> who will be sorting some um, audio and bits and bobs out for us. So shout out to Tom. Compress it, please. Compress it because we don't know how this sounds. We'll see what it sounds like. We'll figure it out. Well, it should be all right. Um, but... Yeah, so they have their updates through an SD card or through a yeah. CD. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's pretty pretty cool. Um, but it's just such a wonderful car to me. You know, like you see a lot of them around, especially in Newcastle. There seems to be quite a lot of them around here. And the they're older Lexuses, really? th- these LS four hundreds. Okay. Yeah, like the the first and second generations of these from like nineteen eighty nine to nineteen ninety four or five. Yeah. Um, I really like like the car culture that these have started developing um, here and in um, Japan and America, like the VIP. And yes. they, they do them, they lower them, they put them on airbags. They also came out factory on airbags. Yeah, I If actually, you wanted to. I think I've cool. watched something somewhere about them doing that. Just press a little button, lower yeah. it down. Looks mad. Looks, looks mad. great. Looks mad. Um, but yeah, just, just a really cool, well-built, super functional car. Yep. And probably one of the most reliable vehicles ever built. So, but they don't make that model anymore, do they? They don't make the LS400 anymore. They, What's its modern day equivalent? Um, I know they made an LS430, which yeah. was same premise. It's a four-door sedan um, with an updated 4.3 litre yeah. V8. Do you, do you feel like Lexus, though, nowadays can keep up with the the cheaper Korean type one. So like the Genesis's and the mm-hmm. Infinities and stuff like that. Probably not, but the people that are buying a, a, a Genesis are, you know, after that. If they wanted a Lexus, they'd get a Lexus. They would have gone and got a Lexus. And yeah. Lexus has really oriented themselves in a different way this um lately, these last like decade. Yeah. They've gone on a lot more like luxury sport sort yeah. of um yeah. angle. And I think it's worked out really well for them because yeah. Toyota got more luxurious um, and got way better options for their interiors and stuff. But Toyota wasn't really making, especially in like the mid to the late mid 2000s and like the 2010s and stuff. Yeah. Toyota wasn't really making any sports cars. Yeah, right. Lexus was. Yes. And that's where all the clientele went. Yep. But so, yeah. do you reckon they're coming back now to Toyota? With like the eighty, the eighty six, eighty sixes, um, and like the new Supra, Supra. Um, I think Toyota felt that like they really needed to do that because they were losing that fan base of sure. like back in the day when yeah. the Supra was huge and, every, and everyone loved an MR two. Yeah, um, they had some really really cool sports cars. Yeah. So I think just to kind of go back to what you're saying before though, um, around the car culture, and it kind of is a good way to to wrap this one up is the. The culture itself around that car, so being the Lexus, it has a it has a cult following. Oh, big time! Um, so, if you were to ask yourself the question, I know you said it before, but if you were to ask yourself the question, would you buy one, Absolutely. or would you be seen in one Happily. as a daily driver? Oh God, yeah, yeah. What yeah. A, that V Volvo. Oh, so I don't know if I'm we, willing. This to... is a bit of a sore subject, everyone. We'll, <laughs> we will probably cross this in a later later podcast, but 
Dum Dum here sold his really good Volvo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Speaking of luxury sedans. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. It's, it's sad. That's a, it's a, it's a Swedish Lexus, essentially. Yeah. True. They use a very similar transmission. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But um, they're really cool. It's funny the difference between owners now, like the people that bought Lexus's brand new were like doctors and, 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 and stuff and lawyers and stuff. Yeah. But the people that own LS400s now are 20-something-year-old young men yeah. with stanced-out wheels <laughs> and scraping bumpers through that Macca's car parks. That doesn't make sense. That makes me so mad when I see them. But that's just like all Lexuses. It's all a Lexuses universal thing. Just to lower them and, and, and have those Put flared-out wheels. Yeah. <laughs> Into roundabouts. <laughs> well, Sebi, thank you so much for bringing that one, the Lexus. Good um, fun. That was a good one. I It was a bit of a struggle there at the beginning to kind of figure out what it was. Look, I, I thought it might have been a little bit of a curveball, yeah. but um, I, I thought it was interesting it was, it was a very good one. But, yeah, no, thank you for that. And thank you again, everyone, for listening and for tuning in. all the feedback for the podcast so far um we we have been recording on our phones and then we've been trying to set up other audio so uh bear with us while we kind of find our feet and um yeah thank you so much for tuning in cheers legends